Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Mike. The E stands for evil. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta. And for November, most robo. November. Yay! <laughs> um, so Clumsy segue. <laughs> just fall right over that heap of garbage. <laughs> um... <laughs> Normally, we just burn it down, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, for those of you not in the know, Creepypastas are short internet stories that get copied and pasted across the internet. You can go Google them, uh, but you can also find them at creepypasta.wiki or creepypasta.com. There's a bunch of places you can find them. And for those who don't know what robots are, they're... Yeah. And that's why we celebrate them on Robovember. Um, so, this week's episode will be Killer Instinct. No, not that. Not the video game. Or is it? Actually, you know what? No. No. Uh, Not at all. (laughs) So uh, we'll just dive into this one. It's um, the author, as far as I can find, is anonymous. So it's just on creepboss.wiki. You can check it out there. Um, So the protagonist is running through, rummaging through uh, uh, the cold and uh, just trying to get by and trying to find, uh, seek refuge. Uh, and they also appear to be uh, schizophrenic uh, with a secondary personality monitoring his moves and yelling at him and through him uh, as the narration of the story, pretty much, as the bulk of the narration. Um, he finds uh, an active house amidst uh, the snow and tries to get in when a voice denies him entry. Um, it's when he realizes the voice is a security system, uh, House Cat 4.2 or something along those lines. Um, that he tricks it into thinking that he's one of the someone on the guest data list. Um, after warming up, having some food, and having a conversation with the smart house, essentially, uh, or get, hearing stories of, from it uh, while they're while the tenants or while the actual homeowners are out, um, he is allowed to go to sleep in a uh, guest room, and then he wakes up bound and his protective suit because there's some something hazardous aside from the cold outside, like radiation or something called the darkness. Um, uh, it's the, the hazardous suit, the, the protective, protective suit he had on, uh, is removed. Um, and apparently the smart house, uh, removed the suit, took a blood sample, found out that his name is, uh, his, found out his name and condition and notified the authorities and also, um, gave him some medication for the, uh, for his condition. For the crazy. Yeah. Um, the protagonist's name is Leon Spears, and this house has many other captives within it uh, for research of some kind. Um, again, just kind of like, not really explained very well. Um, Leon's uh, other self begins to get stronger for some reason, because even though he had medication, uh, and eventually after acquiring a large pipe uh, pulled out of a wall, starts just kind of going to town on the house and the, to the and heads to the control room where he finds um, uh, some long dead um, bodies, or like bodies just are just mummified pretty much there. Um, the house pleads and tries to tries measures like neurotoxin to stop Leon, but nothing seems to work. And then the other captives are released, and he begins hunting them down and covering himself in their blood. Uh, and it's now he fully accepts the other side and his killer instinct, um, and 
realizes that he, on top of killing people, he also likes writing his kill about his kills, and so on. So, and that's how kind of how it ends is that maybe he his parent his family didn't die in some attack that he said or stated at the beginning. Maybe it was him or something that his instincts took over, uh, and that's the end of it, pretty much. So. I like how the story is written with, with the second personality. I was actually surprised that it didn't bug me as much as I thought it would, like because it go uses I and then him and like uses uses multiple um, uh, signifiers for like for two different people, but it's one person that we're ta- where it's always being talked about. Um, but it didn't bug me because it actually kind of felt like it, as throughout the story, it, it felt kind of like it worked for this schizophrenic perspective it eventually works but the <laughs> at first the be- oh, sentence, at the beginning yeah the it's first sentence literally reads i moved onward into the forest when biting at our skin now yeah i'm used to reading creepypasta so i assumed it was just really bad writing yeah at the beginning until yeah. you realize what it what what's happening it's like what the fuck is this holy shit well like, and, so maybe but, i wouldn't have opened it like that i would have opened it you know, and mention the other personality. Yeah. And then start going like that. Yeah. Um, just because if you confuse your reader, then you're you gonna lose, lose your reader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mean for that to rhyme. But <laughs> happy coincidence, so hopefully no one will forget it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mikey, do you have anything else, uh, any comment on that? Um, well, it actually touches on my main issue with this is that. He claims it's schizophrenia, mm-hmm. but we have multiple personality there, so that's multi- multiple personality disorder. Yeah. So everything, like the voice attached to the hazmat suit, sort of makes sense for schizophrenia, but ha- referring to himself as us and himself as another entity just is more multiple personality as opposed to schizophrenia. Okay. So, so while writing it does kind of work, like, to be able to read it, yeah. it doesn't fit the symptoms of the actual disease. Yeah. Can you have both of them, or no? Like, is it kind of just... There might well, be a rare here's case, the thing. Yeah. but... I'm sure you could have a multiple, like, a dissociative disorder where one of your personality is schizophrenic, but the other ones won't be. Yeah, that's true. Because... I mean, theoretically, that could happen. Again, I don't know if there's documented cases on it or not, because, I mean, we're talking about one of the most rare mental illnesses in the world. Um, it's just, yeah, it's not something we know a whole buttload about. Yeah. Yeah. And it is common for people to associate mobile personality with schizophrenia. Okay, so, so it's a common error, and yes. that we're, this is an example of that. But it could have also been remedied with simple goop. Yeah, as I mean, with lots of things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's your friend. Why don't you use it? You're already <laughs> typing on a computer. Open a web browser. Google that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, the story uh, feels like it's like a scrap of a bigger picture. Um, however, the background of info that we need for this, for like that back stuff for the most part, is naturally, like, told throughout the story, like, through, like, off comments or dialogue. So, it, again, like, I, there's parts of me that wanted to, like, know more about, like, what the fuck's going on here? But, like, some of it is being explained kind of at a natural pace throughout the story. Or this is being, like, glean- we're getting gleaned into this, like, other, but this darker world. everything we need. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, like, it was a good, it was a nice, like, attempt, but there's still, like, more things I want to know about this because there are, like, gaps that are missing. Um, 
I also feel that while this is laid out uh, to be some weird near-future dystopia or fall of society or whatever, again, through what we where we get in the story, um, this could also just be this guy, uh, this guy's um, illness or affliction uh, affecting him. Like, he thinks that it's the end of the world and stuff, or that, that it's a fall, but really it's just the real world and he's just uh, he's just paranoid um or it's the uh, the other st- the other personality since it's the our main narrator like exp- talking about all this stuff so um th- there's a hole in that theory okay um the fact that he's still walking around yeah and with a gun and and then the has of yeah. some sort mm-hmm. yeah so i mean if it's normal day to day life I mean, yeah, I guess we could be walking through the woods. And but with the hazmat suit, could possibly be just like a construction worker's like safety vest or something that he picked up from a that, from somebody. He it killed. could be a freaking parka. Yeah. I mean, it, it it could be, but we're told what it is. Yeah. So we have to go with that that assumption. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but I mean, if he was walking around the woods with that, he could avoid you know getting spotted and obviously picked up. Yeah. But just not like. Um, just again with with the description of what he journeyed through, we don't we can't make the assumption that he's been walking woods. All right, I just thought I'd propose it because again we are dealing with somebody who is um, has a mental affliction and it could all be in their head. But yes, there's that possibility. But yeah, obviously, like as it is written in the story, it's laid out to be like a, some near future crash or fall of society or something like maybe well, the, I don't know because like it mentions that there were bombs yeah there's bombs being dropped and that there was radiation or it could be mutants or there are mutants out there or something and then this house is like like it's a smart house but it's got like neurotoxin and recent like there's a whole lot of weird well, yeah, in this but house, the house is. is a center for experimentation yeah yeah so well it's a research facility or mental health facility mm-hmm. essentially what it boils down to. Yeah. And it seems like the protagonist was there before because he calls it a house. So probably before the bomb, he was a patient, he got his meds, was cleared to leave, the bombs hit, he went for somewhere that was familiar, and then that's why the house was able to determine who he was via DNA because it had its DNA on file. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. I- See, Just my I, favorite yeah. theory that I came up with... <laughs> is this is more of a Resident Evil world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as the story progresses, once he's out of the suit, he's becoming like a nemesis-type monster. Yeah, it really does kind of feel like that. Um, yeah, I didn't really, like, I, I just kind of, like, figured it was... I didn't catch any connectivity about, like, him knowing this house. I just... He found a random house that was active amidst well, whatever... But he mentioned... The hints are there... Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they're intentional. Yeah. So that's just going to be me playing both sides against yeah. the center because. Well, because he mentions that the room that he built. goes into is his room or whatever. I think. Well, it goes into the room that is for that David guy, not him. <laughs> until the it's not until the house takes a DNA test that he realizes that it's not David or whatever the guy's name was. So start with a D. Um. Uh, what was the other thing? So. Another thing is that the story ends with him stating that the second personality also wrote the story, and I really kind of feel like that's unnecessary for the story. Like it just feels like because it's right at the very end. And it's like oh, I also it's like also to write wrong. Yeah, 
Exactly, because why is... Because he writes it as himself for yeah. most of it. Yeah, so I, it didn't have to be like that way. It could have just been a story told from the perspective of that personality, which is which was what we had until we are apparently just right now at the end shoehorned in told that the, he also wrote the story from the second personality. Um, when introduced to the house, uh, it seems like a big threat until, but as Leon's like advances, like his, like the whole instinct thing, um, and starts going on that killing spree and stuff and is unable to be harmed by the, or affected, and, um, or restrained by the house, um, it just kind of feels like, it feels like the house was more like, it was kind of like a duke, like the house is like, oh, that's going to be the, the focus of the story. And then no, it's always been about Leon and his killer instinct which i think like it's not a bad thing it's just it was a like it, it, you think that the rope like the uh, the house is going to have a bigger thing in this and then it turns out the the main focus of this whole story was his uh, affliction um like a bait and switch kind of thing at least that's how i got it like halfway through the story i was like oh so okay i didn't get to the bait and switch it, it was i don't know it didn't hide itself from me <laughs> um but yeah. I do recall thinking, man, we're going to have a side hope. Yeah. This is going to be... And then, or we could. Yeah. But we won't. Yeah. Like... Um, and doesn't it mention that there's a hole in the hazmat suit? And yeah. And he yeah. has a rifle at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So it could be assumed that he shot whoever was in the hazmat suit <laughs> and then took the hazmat suit. <laughs> yeah. And, and then duct tape. Duct tape. Because remember, if they don't find you handsome, at least find you handy. <laughs> um, and a killer. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I just, the my like my closing statement for my thoughts is just, I want to know more about what's going on in this world because this feels like a, just a scrap pulled from a bigger story. Um, and it kind of just like leaves you a little, like when it starts off, it leaves you kind of confused as to what the situation is. And then by the end, it still leaves you kind of confused about what the situation is. Because... <laughs> Like it feels like the like this guy's like a survivor of some kind of like bomb like he's has like the survivor of the bombing but then like he's talking about radiation and the hazmat suit and mutants and in this that weird house we're doing research for the the family which I, I'm guessing is like a scientist a scientific team yeah hmm. a scientific team um, or possibly those bodies that were in the control room or it wasn't a house it was just a research facility a research like facility. like a la the mansion from Resident Evil. <laughs> I mean, they, there were how many people in cells? Twenty-five, I think. Well, yeah, it was about twenty-five. Numbers unimportant. Yeah. The fact is, it's more than four. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. How do, how do you lock up that many people in house? Yeah. Also, like he hears the screaming or like and whatnot, uh, like in his cell or in his room or whatever. But then, like he was like talking to this, the AI or talking to this house for like a couple for presumably a few hours before going to bed. How did he not hear any of those other voices when suddenly he can hear them within the cells? But, yeah. A nitpick. Yeah. <laughs> or looking at a, a captain. Anyways, so, Mikey? Uh, and then it, it could still be a killer house because of the mummified remains. Yeah, that's uh, like, honestly, like, yeah, like, those should, but it's just, like, kind of, like, noted. Like, oh, there's yeah. some decayed bodies here that, like, have been long since dead. Yeah. In the control room. Yeah. So, uh, my thoughts on that were. The bomb struck, the computer locked down the control room. And they starved. And they starved because... Or the neurotoxin. <laughs> or neurotoxin. Something, because they weren't allowed out, and they forgot to install a manual release for the frickin' doors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's still a curler house in the story. It's just... the it's It's really kind of secondary to Leon. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
but that was probably the point. <laughs> well, yeah, there's never supposed to be the silver story. And yeah. then it also becomes a question of whether it was he was infected or whatever beforehand, or whether the house infected him when he gave him the medication. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's injected with the medication. With some medication, and like the second day personality hated that because it was going to like well, I I presumed it was going to suppress him uh, or suppress it, and then um, it seemed to just make it worse. (laughs) And then he got like his uh, his skin started going black and peeling and stuff, and it's like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, that pretty much covers everything that I have. No nitpicks. Well, the, the large nitpick is the whole using the... There's nothing really to nitpick, yeah. because what's wrong with this is big. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, The entire thing? No. <laughs> it's the use of um, us, we, he, him, his, I. Yeah, which works which... initially, but yeah, that first part left me like confused, and then it wasn't until, oh, well, I suffer from schizophrenia. And it's like, okay, so that's what's going on. But you really should have led off with that. Yeah. yeah. It's, again, don't try and confuse the reader. Yeah. Because... Honestly, that, it happens a lot in, like, movies, too, like, where they, like, throw you into this thing, like, not knowing what's going on, to try and be artsy, and then they explain later on what's going on, or you're led to assume what's going on. What movies can get away with that, because it's a different medium. Yeah. Whereas, when you try and take that concept and move it into literature, it's yeah. just... It, it doesn't work. Fails. Yeah. Um, just because of the nature of the medium. Yeah, because you're right from the get-go. You're trying to grab or get a hold of the person yeah. reading, and not trying to confuse them as much as possible. Yeah. Um, reading is like an active entertainment, whereas watching a movie is more passive. So you're more willing to just watch it unfold. Yeah. But you actually have to read, and when you read something like the first couple of sentences, this story. Yeah. You don't want to keep reading. You're just like, this is just going to be annoying as fuck if this keeps up. Yeah. Until we're given some context, and then yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, I was like, I was those first like sounds like, oh god, this is gonna be annoying if this is how the, he's writing. Just and then eh, this is I can buy this. Whereas if you but, if he were to have given the context first, yeah, then proceeded writing it in that fan uh, in that manner, it. There would have never been that dread that, oh god. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, that that's honestly, that's probably my biggest thing. Um, also, the fact that, whereas you say this is like a shred of something bigger, my thought on that is that this is just, it's not finished. Either that, or it's dropping too many, uh, too much unnecessary information. Mm-hmm. Um, it's trying too hard to build a world that he's doing nothing with. Yeah, that's the, the, that's mm-hmm. the other thing. Like, It's hard to get context for the story, like the world that is in, because you had to make it familiar, but like he's dropping all these things that are not familiar or like are new to the setting, or to like, a real-world setting. And he gives like a, like a sentence about it, and yeah. then he never talks never about goes it again. Back to it. Exactly, yeah. Um, there's just yeah, as if this was like an excerpt from something else, but we never get that other thing. So. It's like it's half-assed world building, and it's yeah. just you're you're giving pointless information instead of focusing on the information that is pertinent to our character and our story. Yeah, 
Because, um, like, we don't need any of that background. I mean, really, like, we don't need the, the fu- near future in, like uh, in, like information. We just, it's a guy who's who's got this schizophrenia or se- second multiple personalities disorder, and he encounters a really weird house that's not a house, and in fact, a research facility. Yeah, and we don't need like, bombs. We just need, you know, yeah. an apocalypse happened. Yeah. Because if you say that, Honestly, it's, when I first, it's when, so little information that it's enough information if that makes sense like yeah oh the bombs fell okay what kind of bombs yeah. were they nuclear were they chemical were they just big is this a global thing is it a national thing or is it a regional thing like by using the word bombs you immediately have so many the questions. other questions whereas it was an apocalypse oh okay that, yeah they all basically end up the same, so it doesn't really matter what kind of apocalypse. Exactly. So you just go forward. Yeah, like, when I first heard, like, that his family was, like, taken out by a bomb, I actually kind of went, like, okay, so is this, like, a third world country, or is this, like, somewhere in, like, Czechoslovakia or wherever? Like, I, I kind of went to, like, oh, also because I th- for some reason I immediately went to all- Age of Ultron and, like, how the twins lost their parents <laughs> to, to the missiles. Like, I just thought it was a missile strike somewhere that it happened so it's like maybe this isn't in like a first world country it's in somewhere there and then we're as the story goes on they drop more things that make that remove that thing mm-hmm. or remove it from the modern world the modern period and make it more like near future apocalypse mm-hmm. and it's like okay so all right like yeah like they're they're dropping information and i mean at a, to me it, it kind of like seemed like a natural progression of like dropping the things but there's there needs to be either more information about what's going on or just get rid of that whole yeah. backstory you don't because it's unnecessary it's just guff or it's fluff yeah mm-hmm. or what the focus is which is the man versus the house distracting yeah is really the well for me that's the big problem with it is yeah. you're trying to tell a story basically about a man becoming a monster yeah that that's the core of the story i don't need all of this other all of this other is superfluous it's and it's superfluous and it's half ass. yeah which just, that's the combination that makes it just unnecessary to have in words. If it was full-assed, okay, then it's just world-building. I can get behind that, too. You're, <laughs> you're doing it, okay, and if you're doing it adequately, then I really won't bitch too much about it. Yeah. But if also, if it was necessary information, like, useful in the furthering of the story, again... You can't gripe about that because, hey, that's why we're here. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, <laughs> like, all of this information, like, we don't know, uh, like, honestly, about him getting the suit. Or we need to know, like, why that it was the suit. emergence of the second personality, maybe. And yeah. Because, you know, the second personality is the monster and he didn't have the suit before he got the killed the guy and got the suit. So... He's been exposed to, maybe it was a chemical agent dropped in the bomb. Yeah. And it's, you know, metamorphosis, metamorphosis for sizing him, word. <laughs> um, and, you know, once he got in the suit, it halted the progress because he wasn't taking in more. And then when he got and then removed, when they, they, yeah. Yeah, when the house took the suit away. But again, that's speculation on my part. Yeah. Um, so, it, it, yeah, it really just boils down to we either need all of the information or none of it. Well, not none of it, but or the unnecessary stuff like yeah. the fluff. Because like either have this be a modern, like a more modern thing, like more grounded in reality thing, or go nuts and have this crazy world building where the apocalypse happened and this character is a survivor of some affliction and crazy shit happens. Yeah, it's just 
But it seems to want to try and tread both sides, which is not how it works. Well, <laughs> or yeah. at least, not even it's not trying to tread because it's just not giving us enough t to speculate one or the other. It, it's not giving us not necessarily. It's not that it's not giving us enough. It's not giving us the right amount yeah. of information. Because, like I said, you can go too little and you can go too much. And oddly enough, they're not, they're they're the right amount. But you go up the middle. It just it looked lazy one way or unnecessary the other way. Yeah. Really, depending on your point of view, and it's the whole glass is empty. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just wrong. And again, the whole fucking I'm walking our skin. Fuck off with that. Just <laughs> fuck right off with that. Unless you've set it up properly. Um, and honestly, I the story really could have been saved if it was reround to him waking up from the blast and he's a normal human being and the other personality starts emerging so we have first. a little bit more content oh we have a little bit more mm -hmm. background of the character exactly from the journey not just like in in or like just not right just in like emotion. okay this is the only important thing that happens in his life i'm sorry he developed a, a separate personality to cope with the loss of his family <laughs> or Presumably, because or of, because of chemical whatever yeah or because of the bombs dropping i mean they're they're yeah are any number of potential stimuli that could have um, been the catalyst. There we go. And, you know, we, we don't we don't have... And uh, honestly, the, the emergence of a secondary personality is always going to be the more interesting story. Yeah. Not what happens at the end of it. Because then you're going with someone's slide into insanity. Mm -hmm. And as long as it's not your slide, it's always a fun read. Yeah. But, yeah, again, it's just, it's a matter of the whole, it's enough or it's way too much. It's gotta be the right amount. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, granted, it's hard to do, but this one is just, it's so smack dab in the middle of the two. Yeah. Like, it leaves, it leaves the reader confused by the end um, about what exactly is going on and... Yeah. And, I mean, like, and what's going to happen after I mean, end up locked in the... Just, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And at the end of the day, honestly, I don't care. Fair enough, that's an opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, pretty much said what I need to say for this one. Um, I guess recommendations then, if nobody else has anything. No, no, the, there wasn't a lot of meat story. Yeah, and that's the pro that was also part of the problem. Because, again, like you said, I, I think that we this would have helped if we had a more like we'd re rewound a little bit more to like when he started developing the yeah. issue well, like rather said, than just that just would have been more interesting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right uh so recommendations then um see i i did enjoy the read for the most part except for the confusions but i won't recommend it because as it is right now it is kind of feel unfinished and unpolished like we need to know like i like the i liked the reading like i liked the actually the writing didn't bother me but the contact, the contextless parts of it just leave me not wanting to, like, I want to know more about this. Or if there's a longer version of this, like, that's what I'll, what I'd recommend, not this. Yeah, I think it boils down to a very common problem, that there could have been a couple of more drafts of this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he could have researched the disease he was working <laughs> yeah. with, and, um, if, if he'd gotten rid of the whole multiple... Uh, I, he, his... Yeah, I really didn't like that at all. Okay. ...thing. Uh, I think it would have been more enjoyable, for me anyway. Yeah. 
because at least then you know it's this character and then he has a voice. Yeah. So it's just been like a secondary personality just talking to him, not narrating the whole thing with that confusing I, we, him. And that's another thing with people with multiple personalities. It's a fully formed personality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At least in the cases I'm familiar with. Like... Yeah, they take over. Whether there's one extra personality or like 30. Yeah. They're, they're all fully formed. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, they have a name. So, like, and it's one at a time. Mm-hmm. If Even if they know of each other's existence, it's one at a time. And some know of the existence, some don't. Yeah. Yeah. How multiple personalities work. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I'm guessing that's a <laughs> recommendation for everybody else. All right. Um, so, if you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below wherever this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Uh, we're all on Twitter at Essence for Evil, Dr. Leviathan, and Review Cultist. Uh, you can leave us a ranking or review on iTunes. Every little bit helps. And um, you can check out the title cards for each episode at um, crazonstudios.tumblr.com. And you can send us an email at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can also leave us suggestions for other group bosses you'd like us to discuss on the show. Uh, and if you'd like, you can support us by becoming a patron. Go to Patreon at Aldente Rigamortis and choose the tier that you'd like to support us at. We usually uh, offer early access uh, to episodes uh, or special episode, Patreon-only special episodes. So, uh, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm still Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. This has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. Or just power down. Yeah, it is Robo Vember after all. <laughs> yes, that was the joke. <laughs>